कहानी कैफे कहानी वाला रजत के साथ हेलो एंड वेलकम बैक यू आर लिस्निंग टू कहानी कैफे पॉडकास्ट प्रेजेंटेड बाय मैकमिलन एजुकेशन एंड आई एम योर स्टोरी टेलर फॉर कहानी कैफे इट्स अ पॉडकास्ट ऑफ स्टोरीज स्टोरीज लाइक कॉफी बीन्स वी आर शॉर्ट लिस्टिंग देम सिलेक्टिंग देम choosing them to give you a good taste of a story strong and addictive just like a coffee today i'm here with a story called bade bhai sahab aur big brother written by munshi premchand munshi premchand who has given you stories like eedga boodi kaaki or maybe kafan but this time he is writing about a different relationship relationship between two brothers I always feel that in everyone's life there are two heroes. One is your father always and the other one is your elder brother. I have gone through that phase and I think this story has a very strong connection with that feeling. If you have ever been to this era or this situation which Munshi Premchand has described in his story will definitely feel touched in the end of the story just sit back relax and start listening to our today's story bade bhai sahab or big brother my older brother was 5 year older than me yet just 3 grades ahead he had started his schooling at the same age i had yet he didn't like being hasty in an essential issue like education He needed to establish a firm foundation for the great structure so he took 2 years to complete one year's work sometimes he even took 3 in case that the foundation were not well made how could the building persevere i was 9 years old he was 14 he had full right by precedence to oversee and instruct me and i was supposed to follow his orders by law his disposition was that of a studious kid he was mostly found sitting with a book open in front of him sometimes for leisure and to rest his mind he would draw pictures of birds dogs and cats in the back of his notebooks occasionally he would write a name word or a sentence 10 or 20 times he might copy a couplet several times in beautiful letters or create new words which made no rhyme or reason i wasn't really keen about studying to pick up a book and sit with it for an hour was a tremendous effort As soon as I found a chance I would leave the hostel and go to the field and play marbles or fly paper kites or something just meet a chum what could be more fun but as soon as I came back into the room and saw my brother's scowling face I was petrified his questions would be where were you always this question always asked in the same tone and the only answer I had was silence i don't know why i couldn't manage to say that i had just been outside playing my silence was an acknowledgement of guilt and my brother's only remedy for this was to greet me with indignant words if you study english this way you will be studying your whole life and you won't get one word right studying english is no laughing matter that anyone who wants to can learn you have got to wear out your eyes morning and night use every ounce of energy then maybe you'll master the subject 
and even then it's just to say you have a smattering of it even great scholars can't write proper english to say nothing of being able to speak it and i ask you how much a blockhead are you that you can't learn a lesson from looking at me you have seen with your own eyes how much i grind no matter how many shows and carnivals there may be have you ever seen me going to watch them every day there are cricket and hockey matches but i don't go near them i keep on studying all the time and even so it takes me 2 years or even 3 for one grade so how do you expect to pass when you waste your time playing like this why waste our dad's hard earned money huh hearing a dressing down like this i would start to cry my brother was an expert in the art of giving advice he would say such sarcastic words overwhelm me with such good counsel that my spirits would collapse and my courage disappear i would think why don't i run away from school and go back home why should i spoil my life fiddling with work that's beyond my capacity but after an hour or two the cloud of despair would clear away and i would resolve to study with my all might i would draw up a schedule on the spot how could i start work without first making an outline working out a plan in my timetable the heading of play was entirely absent get up the crack of town wash hands and face at 6 eat a snack sit down and study from 6 to 8 english 8 to 9 arithmetic 9 to 9:30 history then meal time and afterwards of school and afterwards of the school a half hours rest at 3:30 when i got back from school geography from 4 to 5 grammar from 5 to 6 then a half hours wall uh, in front of the hostel 6:30 to 7 english composition then supper translation from 8 to 9 hindi from 9 to 10 and from 10 to 11 miscellaneous then go to bed but it's one thing to draw up a schedule another to follow it it began to be neglected from very first day the inviting green expanse of the playground the balmy winds the commotion on the f- football field the exciting s- stratagems of uh, prisoners base the speed and the flurries of volleyball would all draw me mysteriously and irresistibly as soon as i was there i forgot everything the life destroying schedule the books that strained your eyes i couldn't remember them at all and then my big brother would have an occasion for sermons and scoldings i would stay well out of his way try to keep out of his sight come into the room on tiptoe so he wouldn't know but if he spotted me i would just about die the yearly exams came around my brother failed i passed and was first in my class only 2 years difference was left between him and me now i could be a little proud of myself and indeed my ego expanded my brother's sway over me was over i began to take part freely in the games my spirits were running high one day when i would spend the whole morning playing stickball and came back exactly at meal time he said with all the air of pulling out a sword to rush at me i see you have passed this year and you are first in your class and you have got stuck up about it but my dear brother even great men live to regret their pride and who are you compared to them you must have read about what happened to ravan just to pass an exam isn't anything the real thing is to develop your mind understand the significance of what you read ravan was master of earth such kings are called rulers of the world 
all the kings of the earth paid taxes to him great divinities were his slaves even the gods of fire and water but what happened to him in the end pride completely finished him off destroying even his name there wasn't anybody left to perform all his funeral rites properly a man can commit any sin he wants but he would better not be proud when he turns proud he loses both his world and the next you have just been promoted one grade and your head's turned by it don't assume that because i failed i'm stupid and you're smart when you reach my class you will sweat right through your teeth when you have to bite into algebra and geometry and study english history it's not easy to memorize these kings names there were 18 henrys do you think it's easy to remember all things that happened in each henry's time if you write henry the 8th instead of henry the 7th you get a zero there were dozens of james dozens of williams and scores of charles you get dizzy with them your minds in a world those poor fellows didn't have names enough to go around after every name they have to put second third fourth and fifth if anybody would ask me i could have reeled off thousands of names and as for geometry well god help you if you write a c b instead of a b c your whole answer is marked wrong if you bring the perpendicular line down on the line it it will be twice the baseline i ask you what's the point of that if it isn't twice as long it's four times as long or half as long what do i care but you have got to pass so you have got to memorize all they say write an essay on punctuality no less than four pages long so now you open up your notebook in front of you take your pen and hate the whole business who doesn't know that punctuality is a very good thing a man's life is organized according to it others love him for it and his business prospers from it how can you write four pages on something so trifling do i need four pages for what i can describe in one sentence it's not economizing time it's wasting it we want a man to say what he has to say quickly and then get moving it's a contradiction of them to ask us to write concisely write a concise essay on punctuality in no less than four pages all right if four pages is concise then maybe otherwise they would have asked us to write one or 200 pages run fast and walk slow at the same time is that all mixed up or isn't it when you get into my class you will really take a beating and then you will find out what's what just because you got a first division this time you are all puffed up so pay attention to what i say what if i failed i am still older than you i have more experience of the world take what i say to heart or you will be sorry and here the monologue ended i'm sure this monologue was invented in india way before kartik aryan or any bollywood movie scenes monologues this was a different one but people don't know about it coming back to the story it was almost time for school otherwise i don't know when this medley of sermons would have ended i didn't have much appetite that day if i got a scolding like this when i passed maybe if i had failed i would have had to pay with my life My brother's terrible description of studying in the ninth grade really scared me. I'm surprised I didn't run away from school and go home. But even a scolding like this didn't change my distaste for books a bit. I didn't miss one chance to play. I also studied, but much less. Well, anyway, just enough to complete the day's assignment and not to be disgraced in class. But the confidence I had gained in myself disappeared, and then I began to lead a life like a thief. Then it was the yearly exams again and it so happened that once more I passed and my brother failed again. 
I hadn't done much work, but somehow or other I was in the first division. I myself was astonished. My brother had just about killed himself with work, memorizing every word in the course, studying till 10 at night and starting again at 4 in the morning and from 6 until 9:30 before going to school. He had grown pale but the poor fellow failed again and I felt sorry for him. When he heard the results he broke down and cried and so did I. My pleasure in passing was cut by half. There was only one grade left between my brother and me. The evil thought crossed my mind that if he failed just once more I would be at the same level as him and then what grounds would he have for lecturing me? But I violently rejected this unworthy idea. After all He had scolded me only with the intention of helping me. At the time it was really bad but maybe it was only as a result of his advice that I had passed so easily and with such good marks. Now my brother had become much gentler towards me. Several times when he found occasion to scold me he did it without losing his temper. Perhaps he himself was beginning to understand that he no longer had the right to tell me or at least not so much as before. my independence grew i began to take unfair advantage of his tolerance i half started to imagine that i had passed next time whether i studied or not my luck was high as a result the little i had studied before because of my brother even that ceased i found a new pleasure in flying kites and now i spent all my time at the sport still i minded my manners with my brother and concealed my kite flying from him In preparation for the kite tournament I was secretly busy solving such problems as how best to secure the string and how to apply the paste mixed with ground glass in it to cut the other fellow's kites off the string I didn't want to let my brother suspect that my respect for him had in any way diminished One day far from the hostel I was running alone like mad trying to grab hold of a kite a whole army of boys came racing out to welcome me with long thick bamboo rods nobody was aware who was in front or in back of him suddenly i collided with my brother who was probably coming from the market he grabbed my hand and said angrily aren't you ashamed to be running with these raga muffins after a one paisa kite have you forgotten that you are not in a low grade anymore you are in the eighth now one behind me a man's got to have some regard for his position after all i'm sorry to see You have so little sense. You are smart. There is no doubt of that. But what use if it destroys your self-respect? You must have assumed I am just one grade behind my brother, so now he doesn't have any right to say anything to me. But you are mistaken. I am five years older than you, and even if you come into my grade today, that difference of five years between us not even got to say nothing of you can remove. I am five years older than you, and always will be. the experience i have of life and the world you can never catch up with even if you get an ma and a dlit and even a phd understanding doesn't come from reading books our mother never passed any grade and dad probably never went beyond the fifth but even if we studied the wisdom of the whole world mother and father would always have the right to explain to us and to correct us not just because they are our parents but because they'll always have more experience of the world maybe They don't know what kind of government they have got in America or how many constellations there are in the sky but there are a thousand things they know more about than you or me God forbid but if I should fall sick today 
then you would be at your wits end you wouldn't be able to think of anything except sending a telegram to dad but in your place he wouldn't send any telegram to anybody or get upset or be all frustrated first of all he would diagnose the disease himself and try the remedy and then if it didn't work he would call a doctor but you and i don't even know how to make our allowance last through the month we spend what father sends us and then we are penniless again but as much as you and i spend today dad's maintained himself honorably and in good reputation the greater part of his life and brought up a family on half of it so brother don't be so proud of having almost caught up with me and being independent now i'll see that you don't go off the track if you don't mind then i can use my fist too i know you don't like hearing all this i was thoroughly ashamed by the new approach of his i had truly come to know my own insignificance and a new respect for my brother was born in my heart with tears in my eyes i said no no what you say is completely true and you have the right to say it my brother embraced me and said i don't forget you to fly kites i would like to do but what can i do if i go off the track myself and how can i watch out for you that's my responsibility just then by chance a kite that had been cut loose passed over us with its string dangling down a crowd of boys were chasing after it my brother was very tall and leaping up he caught the hold of the string and ran at top speed toward the hostel and i ran close behind him sometimes or maybe all the time in our life we start flying high like kites and there is one day when that kite or the string is cut and then we are flying in the wind ready to fall we need someone who will hold the string for us who is as tall as his brother and he can hold the string in his hand and let the kite keep flying high in the sky there was a lot of frustration in the story yet it was a very emotional and powerful story bada bhai sahab by munshi prachat i am kahani wala rajat and you are listening to kahani cafe a podcast brought to you by macmillan education if you like this podcast then do subscribe so that you will always get a notification whenever we upload a new episode you can also share your views and your opinions about the show through twitter instagram or wherever you will find macmillan or kahani wala rajat stay tuned to our podcast kahani cafe i'll be back soon with a new episode just for you kahani cafe kahani cafe kahani wala rajat ke sath